and we are back within our podcast. I am doing a highly requested follower Q&A. A lot of people have came to me. They really liked when I did these in the past. And I'm going to do it today. I think I got around like 10, 15 really nice questions right here from you guys on Instagram that I'm going to be taking a look at and answering each of them. I'm answering a lot of them that were submitted. And I'm going to go down the list here. Um, but yeah, let's start this one off. First one from Zachary. By the way, my name is Zach too, so that's pretty nice. Um, my actual name is Zachary, but I just go by Zach. Is Cat capable of being the second best player on championship team? I think so. He is one of the most talented and unique offensive you know, players in this game. He's an all-star every year that he's healthy and available for it. And he's an all-NBA talent at the center position. I think once Ant establishes himself as the man and the best player of the team, which it's, it's going to happen at some point, whether it happens this season or next season, um, you know, Ant's going to be the best player of this team at some point. And it's not even a diss to Cat. Cat's a phenomenal player. He's an all-NBA player, but Anthony Edwards is just going to be that good of a player. And I think that will help Cat out because we saw this past playoffs. I don't. I think the only player you can argue, other than uh, Kevin Durant, I mean, the only other player that you can argue other than Carl Anthony Towns for most defensive pressure towards them in the playoffs is Kevin Durant, because he had you know Marcus Smart and Jason Tatum and all those guys, really tough defenders against him that whole series. But Carl Anthony Towns had constant doubles and even before the catch doubles uh, during that whole Memphis Grizzlies series, except for Game One, which he went off for like twenty nine and thirteen in Game One. So they're like, oh, we got to go crazy in this guy because if we don't, you know, he's going to kill us in isolation, which he did. Um, we saw that in game four, too, when he was closing the game, hitting some clutch threes in isolation. But yeah, I mean, Cat would really benefit as being a second option, in my opinion. I think he's always going to be a 24, 25 point per game guy in his career. What players would you say there on the trade block? Personally, I don't really know if there's any player that's precise on the trade block. Like you can argue Dan Russell. But you could also argue that he's going to stay. Um, but if there's like if there's like three guys that I would say, oh yeah, most likely these three guys are going to be on the trade block. I'd say DeAndre Russell, Malik Beasley, and Nas Reed. This one's from Curtis. What do you think about signing Mo Bamba this offseason? I'm definitely intrigued by the idea. We could create the best front court shooting duo ever with Cat and Mo Bamba. Bamba, I think, is like 38% from three on like four attempts per game. Cat is above 40%. He's like 41%, like five attempts per game. That'd be pretty nasty. Mobamba can be a shot blocker. He can be a rebounder. Like, he makes sense. Um, I think he would attract a similar package to a guy like Wendell Carter Jr. got. I think Mobamba's going to try to get like a four-year, $50 million contract this offseason, which we were close to being able to play that. Um I think we could offer him a four-year, like, $42 million deal, but we would have to do a sign-in trade to offer him what he fully wants, and I don't think that'd be too much of a problem. I don't know if you just trade, like, Nas Reed a little more in that or, you know, what the Magic really want to sign-in trade for Mobamba, but I guess they would just want something instead of nothing. Um, I think Mobamba's a restricted free agent, by the way, but yeah, I'm super intrigued by the idea of bringing in Bamba. He does make sense, and he fits the timeline well with the Timberwolves. From Anthony, my guy Anthony on Instagram. What do you think Jaden is going to improve on the most these next couple of seasons? I think he's going to improve on his aggressiveness and assertiveness and just his mentality overall as a player the most. And I think that will just help and benefit the rest of his game. 
because when he's aggressive and when he is, you know, asserting himself on offense as trying to become like a ball handler or a guy who's going to, you know, take 10 shots a game, that's kind of when he's at his best. And that's when I saw the best games from him, him this past season when he was, you know, shooting the ball at least 10 times a game. And over the course of his career, he'll continue to add more to his, you know, shot making ability and stuff like that. But I want him to become more aggressive. I want him to, you know, be a little more selfish, I guess. You know, there's not too many players that on the team that you can say, oh, I want this guy to be more selfish. But Jane McDaniels, I think he should be more selfish. I think he should take more shots for himself. Obviously, don't try to force things. I, I don't like when players force shots. But Jaden, man, take more shots. What did he take last year? Seven, eight shots a game, maybe even less, like six a game? Like, I want him around 10 uh, attempts per game and around like the four or five, three attempts per game. I really like when he slashes the basket because he's a really lengthy guy. Another Jaden McDaniels question from No Limit. How much do you think Jaden will get paid on his rookie extension next season? Um, so, yeah, he's eligible. Same with Anthony Edwards. Those Both those guys are uh, available to get rookie extensions um, next offseason. So it's probably like a four-year deal. And I think it's going to be between the 16 to $18 million range per year, which is, I think, a really good value for him. And by the way, you have to consider, like, obviously, $16 million, Like, right now, that's like, oh, that's a lot of money. I don't know if I want to play Jaden that much. But, I mean, I think he's worth it in, in a year. Maybe not this upcoming season, but the year after next, I think he's definitely worth it. Um, we have to consider the salary caps going up every year. Like, $16 million per year right now may have the same amount of impact as if it were, like, $10 million per year down the road in three, four seasons. Like, that's, that's kind of how I look at it as. Um, just look at projections and where the salary cap's going to go. But I think he's going to get like a four-year $64 million contract or a four-year $72 million contract. I would love to get him on that big extension. I think Jaden McDaniels is personally a franchise pillar that you build around. I think he can be, you know, a fourth or fifth best player on a championship team, no doubt about that. And I think he's a 10-plus NBA starter, 10-plus year NBA starter for sure. Do you... Uh, do free agents consider small market teams like Minnesota's in our question? Um, of course, not as much as others. You know, one, the climate's different here. It's really cold in the winters when the basketball season's on. I mean, obviously, you're traveling to places like Phoenix and Los Angeles a lot during your season. But for the majority of the year, you're in Minnesota, and it's cold, obviously. Um, I love the Anthony when I When we talk about the, the weather here, I love the Anthony Edwards quote before the draft. He says he's not going to be sleeping outside. <laughs> So he was like, I mean, Anthony Edwards was super committed to being drafted by Minnesota number one. That was awesome. But obviously, you know, we have a smaller market team. Um, in the grand scheme of things, we're a little bit of a bigger market than most people say we are. Like, we're more in the middle, but I guess the weather kind of makes it seem like we're not. I don't know. But once we, I mean, we're really establishing ourselves as more of this winning team right now. And I think at some point in the next few years, we're going to be like as established as a place where players are going to want to go to win a ring, and I think we'll really start to get some of these more veteran-like players, um, you know, like the Bobby Portis of the world, the, um, why can I not think of his name right now? The Heat forward. Oh, my goodness. I, I'm not going to allow myself to, oh, yeah, P.J. Tucker. My goodness. I Yeah, the P.J. Tuckers of the world. I don't know why I forgot his name for a second, because he's a guy I'm watching play, like, every single night right now with the Heat. By the way, Game 7 tonight, Heat versus Celtics. I got Celtics winning. Um, when you're listening to this, you probably, you might know. Uh, maybe not actually because I'm posting this like a few hours before the game. 
but you might be you might know what happened already in that game. But I think the Celtics are winning by like five. That's my personal prediction. Um, another question here: opinion on Ty Ty Washington to the Wolves? Ty Ty Washington, by the way, if you don't know who he is, he's an NBA prospect in this next in this year's draft draft night. By the way, that's coming up. That's in about 24 days here. I mean, more than that, 25, 26 range. Um, but he's a point guard from Kentucky. I think he will be picked a little bit before us, but if he's dro- if he drops to us, I think he's an intriguing name to look at for sure. Personally, I think there's better options for us. Um, I think he would be like the best prospect remaining, maybe not. Um, he'd be one of the best prospects remaining. But I do have fit questions there. Like I usually, like a lot of these guys, I, I'm going to be talking about soon because I have another draft question coming up. Um, I don't consider fit that much, but when the fit is like a tie tie Washington, I'm like, I don't know, because he's a smaller guard. You still have DeAndre Russell. Like if you trade DeAndre Russell for the draft, sure, go get tie tie. Tie tie would be a nice, you know, option to replace him in a few years. Like I think tie tie is going to be a sweet guard in the NBA, but you just, it, it wouldn't make too much sense to take on tie tie right now. Favorite draft prospects for Minnesota 19. My favorite, and if you guys follow my Instagram, you know this. I love Tari Eason from LSU, super versatile athletic forward that has upside as a driver on offense and sometimes a shooter. Jalen Williams from Santa Clara is really nice. He is a guard, but he's bigger. He's 6'6", and he's got a 7'2 wingspan. He can definitely expand his game to maybe a shooting guard. Um, He's a really nice passer, one of the better passers in the draft. Good shot creator, good shot maker. Has some defensive upside. I really like Jalen Williams. EJ Liddell is growing on me from Ohio State. He's a nice secondary or I don't know if he'd really be a main shot blocker on the team because he's 6'7", but he can be a really nice shot blocker. He is a higher floor player that I really like. Um, he can shoot the ball. Like EJ Liddell, if the Timberwolves drafted him on draft night, I'd be happy about that. They're, he's like in that select group of guys I'd be really happy with. Um, Kendall Brown has always made sense. You know, he's an athletic stretch defender. I'm not stretch. I don't know why I say stretch because he can't really shoot, but he's improving the shooting ability. Um, very athletic, you know, just big time athlete, defensive player, sometimes can play a make. And then Yusman Diang, Marjan Bochamp are two other guys that I like. But there's definitely a lot of guys that I like, and I'll definitely be talking about that more when the draft comes around. Uh, from John, what do you think our dream offseason player would be? I think there's multiple guys, and they all kind of fit that same stereotype of player. It's the JaVel McGee's, the Miles Turner, or the Mitchell Robinson of the world. I really want a shot blocker and somebody who can really command the paint and really help out the rebounding because that's definitely what we need. Um, JaVel McGee would come off the bench. Miles Turner and Mitchell Robinson would probably be starters, and they'd probably we'd probably move Carl Anthony Towns to the four, which he's kind of a natural four. Um, maybe you could see some struggles early on with him trying to guard other fours, but I mean, basically all year long, he was switching on the guards all the time and, you know, power forwards doing the same thing. You know, we had Vanderbilt guarding centers some games and Cat was guarding power forwards. So it's like, it's not, it's not much different, to be honest. Like, you know, Cat was guarding a lot of smaller players this year. I don't know if that was like a preparation thing or just like, you know, maybe the, they th- thought Cat would be the be- better off, you know, guarding those guys. Um, but, I mean, you can maybe even put Mo Bamba into that category too. There's a lot of guys that kind of fit that. Um, but yeah, I, I do think that a shot blocker would be really nice. I posted some on Instagram today. Um, I'm finally getting back on my grind on Instagram. 
I've kind of been slacking these last few weeks. I've only been I've only posted been posting like six times a week. Now I'm trying to get back into like the ten times a week posts. Um, but yeah, I just posted most career three point makes before turning twenty one. Anthony Edwards is first all time in that. That's pretty awesome. He's very far ahead of the next you know people. Um, but we got a few more questions. I think we got two more here to answer. Let's see. Let's see. What are your expectations for next season? Do you think they're achievable? I think next year, the team's biggest goal, well, I don't know what the biggest goal, but I think that one of the main goals should be get a top six seed, avoid the play-in tournament. Um, you know, it, the, the West looks different this year. This upcoming season, there's going to be better teams. The Clippers are going to be really good with Kawhi Leonard back and Paul George, but probably healthy most of the season. Like, it's not going to be as easy to be as good of a team, but we're going to be a better team, so I think we'll have a better record. Last year, we won 46 games. I think this upcoming season, we'll win around 50. And, you know, you might say, oh, I want a bigger jump than that. I want to win, like, 55. Like, maybe, yeah, if if the conference was the same, we could win 55 this year. But it's just not. You know, the Clippers are a lot better. The Pelicans are a lot better. The Lakers will be a little bit better. Um but there's like a lot of teams that are kind of rising. There's not too many teams falling. I think the Jazz will ultimately fall. Um, who else? The Suns could fall a little bit. I think that's actually an intriguing team to look at. Maybe we could pass up the Suns if Aiden's gone. They don't really get anything back in return. That's something we could really maybe do. Um, but yeah, there's not too many teams falling. There's a lot of teams rising. But I, I think we're better than the Pelicans next year. I think we're better than the Lakers. I think we're better than... I don't think we're running the Clippers or the Nuggets. I think the Clippers and not like, let me look at the standings quick. I'm going to do this for you guys quick. I'm, I'm, I kind of want to predict, like this is a really rough prediction. This is before, you know, free agency or the draft has even happened. So, um, I'm not even going to predict people signing guys in free agency or anything like that. But I think we're, I'm kind of on the fence about us. Uh, who's going to be better between us and the Suns next year. I think, that they could very well lose DeAndre Aiden and JaVale McGee and some other guys. Um, Memphis. I don't really know. That's going to be pretty close, in my opinion. I think we could be a better team. I think they could be a better team. That's our team kind of the fence about. The Warriors, I think they're better than us next year. Mavericks, another team that I'm kind of on the fence about. Like They don't really have much arsenal to go out this offseason and do something big. And they could very, very well lose a guy like Jalen Brunson, their second best player. So... We could easily be better than the Mavericks next year, or we could also be worse. Um, it also depends on Luka Doncic's availability next year. That's something you definitely can't predict. Like if Luka misses like 30 games randomly, like they're not going to be you know, a very high team because that team is just not the same without him. Um, Utah Jazz, I think we're better than them. Nuggets, they're probably better than us. I think we're better than the Pelicans. The Clippers will probably be better than us. I think we're better than the Spurs, Lakers, Kings, Trailblazers, OKC, and Rockets. So... By that, we better than six, seven, eight. Well, so we'd. I'm kind of on the fence about two teams, three teams actually, kind of. Um, I'm pretty confident that we'll be around the four to six range. We could be higher though. Like it's very possible. You know, I think um, the Suns could have a downfall potentially. We'll see if the Grizzlies can keep up what they did this past season. Because it's it's possible they could also fall. I, I don't even know how tough their strength of strength of schedule was last year. We should we should have beat the Grizzlies, by the way. We should have beat them if we didn't have historic collapses. 
Um, but I don't have any more questions left on my sheet. I'm gonna go back to the the question poll and see if I can find one more that I can answer. Um, there's a lot of Jane McDaniel's questions, by the way. Um, there was some about DeAndre Russell and trade packages, and if we are to trade him, like what would we do? And there's like I, I heard there's like a rumor that the Knicks are pursuing him a little bit. I mean, the Knicks pursue everybody, it seems, so I don't really know. I heard the potential deal was like Fournier and Walker for Russell, and I'm super opposed to that. I do not want to do anything like that. I really don't think they would do, you know, anything like that. Um, but, you know, you could look into a Pacers package where you get somebody like Malcolm Brogdon and more in return. Um, but we'll see. I think we'll really start to see rumors on these things start once the NBA finals end and that's between like June 12th and June 19th. So, Hey, once draft season comes up, there's gonna be tons of rumors circulating in my opinion. So I'm super excited for that. Thank you guys for listening. That's it for this podcast. I'm going to have probably some more draft content coming out. Um, NBA finals start up in a few days here. So we're getting close to the end of the season, which is nice. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.